Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. So if you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Thessalonians 5.18. That's a great place we're going to look at today. And so uh, if you need a Bible, just raise your hand, and one of our ushers will be glad to get your Bible to read along with us. On Wednesday nights, we're going through the Bible, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. And then here on Sunday morning, we focus in on uh, a verse or two out of that section. And so today we're looking at verse 18. And the title of the message today is Give Thanks. So let's begin. So let's read 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. He says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now, you might be thinking, why should I care about being a thankful person? Well, there are a lot of reasons, and we don't have time to look at all of them today, but we're going to look at a few of them. And one of the reasons is that it says, and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And so you need to think about your life, that you get to choose what kind of person you want to be. And a thankful person produces a hopeful, optimistic perspective. And a complaining person produces a negative, pessimistic, hopeless perspective. Now, which one would you rather live life with? I mean, it's so much better to be hopeful. Now, there was a great illustration last week. I went home from church last Sunday, and I watched Russell Wilson play some football. You all know who Russell Wilson is? He is a Christian guy who plays for the Seattle Seahawks. He's the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. So I go home, and I kind of follow Russell because I've seen some interviews with him at a church in Seattle, and he talked about being a Christian, loves the Lord, and how— you know, his relationship with Jesus is way more important than winning the Super Bowl last year. And so I turn it on, and I'm thinking, all right, wonder what Russell's going to do today. You know, he prays after the games and such. And so I turn it on, and he played terrible. And he threw four interceptions, and it was just really bad. But what's interesting to me as I was watching him, because I'm kind of intrigued by, you know, people who are Christians who get to be in the spotlight of the media. And instead of going to the sidelines, like the fourth interception that he threw with about four minutes to go, he threw it right to the guy, hits him in the hands, the guy kind of throws it up in the air, and the guy behind him intercepts it, and it's just like, now instead of going to the sidelines and yelling at the receiver, which some of the quarterbacks do in the NFL, you idiot, what's wrong with you? (laughs) You're making my quarterback rating go down, you know. Now, Russell's quarterback rating was terrible. So they rate quarterbacks by how good they are, and I don't know what the high score is. It's like 150 or something, but his rating in the first half was zero. So that's as, I think that's as bad as you can get. I don't think they go minus, but it's bad. And here's the deal. So he played terrible for about three hours, and their team was losing by 12 points. And with two minutes to go, he scores a touchdown, and then scores another touchdown. They get an onside kick. And so he, their team scores 15 points in 45 seconds. And so they tie the game, and, or they go ahead. The other team gets killed, field goal, and someone told me, well, Aaron Rodgers is a Christian too. I know, but I don't know anything about Aaron Rodgers. I know about Russell because I've seen interviews with him. But here's the deal. Instead of being angry because he played terrible, well, really, he wasn't that bad. His receivers were terrible. Instead of chewing him out, cussing him out, he just continued to tell his team after he threw that fourth interception, he goes to the sidelines, and he says, hey, guys, come on, we can win this. And I'm thinking, 
you're not going to win it. I mean, it's nice to be positive and all, but it's nice to be optimistic, but you're going to lose. <laughs> and I was telling my son, we're watching the game, like, they're going to lose. They have no chance. And so after the game, though, they won the game. And after the game, the coach in the locker room says to the team, you know what? We turned the ball over five times, and that makes it almost impossible to win unless you keep believing like you guys did. And see, Russell's a Christian, and he just believed that the Lord could do anything. And when they interviewed him afterwards, and you know how sensitive reporters are. They come up to you. So, Russell, you threw four interceptions. What do you think about that? Your quarterback rating was zero. They didn't say that, but, you know, it's like he knew. This was the worst game of your life. And you know what he said? He said, God is good all the time. And then he said, you know what? I'm thankful that I get to play on this team. Now, I was shocked by that because I thought, that is some weird stuff to say. He just had the worst game of his life, and they're trying to rub it in his face. Hey, you're terrible, and what do you think about it? And he says, I'm thankful I get to play on this team. And I was just thinking, that's amazing. See, he has a strong faith in Jesus, and when bad things happen to him, he chooses not to allow it to control his thinking. In his mind, you know, he's on the sideline telling him, we're going to win this thing. And I'm thinking, two minutes to go down by 12, dude, you're going to lose this thing. It, It ain't happening. But here's the deal. That's just how he rolls. And I think that's one of the reasons he's successful at his job is that he's a thankful person and that he believes that God can do anything. And really, it affects his work. And really, you think, well, that's just a game. What's his job? That's what he does for a living. You know, just like you go to work tomorrow or the next day, he goes to work. That's his job. And you know, he's not a big guy. He's like 5'10 or something. And a lot of people said, hey, he can't play in the NFL. He's not big enough, not whatever. And here's the deal. He won the Super Bowl last year. And he's going to the Super Bowl again this year. So I'm like, hey, you know, because I'm intrigued with this guy. And it's just so awesome to see him to say, look, I'm thankful that I get to play. Even though it was the worst day of my life in my career, I'm thankful I get to play. And that affects how he functions. And it affects your life too. See, you're going to have a day at work where it's the worst day of your life. Do you know that? Have you had it yet? If not, it's coming. (laughs) You're going to have one of those worst days of my life. And you're going to get to choose to complain and chew people out. Or you get to choose to be like Russell, who's a Christian, who said, look, we're going to win. We're going to fix this thing. It's going to work out. Because God's on your side. If you're a believer, you have the Lord. Now, to know that's God's will, that you would be a thankful person. Look at verse 16 of our text, chapter 5. He says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now, if you're a student of the Bible, you know that the Bible teaches that God wants you to have a joy-filled life. And that's why he wants you to be thankful. Because Jesus said in John 15, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. And these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. So Jesus wants you to have a life filled with joy. And as you go through this life, an attitude of gratitude makes your life better. It helps you to enjoy life. When you're looking at the good, when you're choosing to be thankful, even when things seem terrible, even when it seems like the worst day of your life at work or the worst day of your life at home, it's hard to describe how it can transform your perspective when you choose to be thankful, when you recognize it's God's will that you would be thankful. And there have been many studies that tell us about the benefits of being thankful, even for non-Christians. In fact, I've shared some of them with you before, but UC Davis did a study on gratitude, an eight-year study. They did an eight-year study. They followed these people, and they came to this conclusion. Uh, They said, without gratitude, life can be lonely and depressing. And I believe that. See, it's lonely because nobody wants to be around you if you're a whining and complainer all the time, and it's depressing because you're just looking at the bad all the time. And Robert Edmund wrote a whole book about it. Another researcher, uh, Dr. Michael McCullough, 
he determined that grateful people are happier, more generous, more giving, less envious, and less materialistic. And see, I believe that's what God wants for all of us, to have a better life, to live a life that's filled with joy. And being thankful and looking at whatever situation you're in and realizing that verse 18 applies to you. It says, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do you want to know God's will for your life? Have you ever said that before? I wonder what God's will is for my life. Well, it's right in verse 18. Get your, get your highlighter, your pencil out, pen, highlight it, underline it. In verse 18, this is God's will for you. In everything, give thanks. Now, you might be thinking, well, that can't really mean that, right? I mean, can we look in the Greek? What does everything mean in the Greek? You know what everything means in the Greek? It means everything. <laughs> now, when it says, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, it means to give thanks. Now, I believe that it's impossible to be a thankful person unless you understand some foundational truths about God and about yourself and about how you roll and about how God functions. And I think if you're a note taker, the first thing you got to know is that everything that happens in your life as a Christian, God can work it out for good. Romans 8, 28 says this, For we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and who are called according to His purposes. In other words, that as a Christian, whatever comes into your life, whatever happens to you, no matter if someone means evil towards you, God can turn it around and God can work it for good. And that's so important for us to know. And if you don't know that, it's pretty hard to look at every situation and to be thankful. But when you know that God is on your side, then you can look at those difficulties and say, hey, you know what? I can be thankful. Now, it's easy to be thankful when things are going well, right? Easy to be thankful when you're on vacation. Easy to be thankful when you're at Disneyland. Unless a measles break out. <laughs> For those people, I don't know what's very good. But, you know, sometimes we can be very stubborn. And we wonder, why does God allow pain and suffering? Why does God allow trials? And sometimes, because we can be stubborn. And I used to say some of you are stubborn, but I've learned since then. All of you are stubborn. <laughs> and sometimes God needs to allow some things to happen in our life to see the truth about sin. See, sometimes we can think, oh, my sin is okay. And then God's like, well, let me show you what it will produce in your life. And so, you know, sometimes we don't want to change, right? God loves you. He wants to change you. He loves your family. And so he wants to change you. Uh, and he wants to, to work in your life. But sometimes we can think, you know, all the problems in my life, they're all somebody else's fault. And I'm kind of perfect. And really, I don't need to change. It's everybody else. And so when we think that, God can allow us to go through some trials to help us see the truth about ourselves, help us to see what comes out of us. And so it's so important for us to realize that God allows things sometimes to help us to see the truth about where we're at and where we're going. Now, when you know Romans 8, 28, when you realize whatever happens to come into your life, when you know that God can work it out for good, then it's easier to try to look at how it can be thankful for it. You know, just a few weeks ago, a friend of ours got in a car wreck and icy roads, and, you know, this person came to me and said, you know, my wife wrecked her car into a pole and totaled the car, and I was just thinking, is she hurt? No, she's not hurt. And I'm like, all right, well, she's going to get a new car. That's awesome. Look at the good, you know, and I saw her, and I said, how you doing? And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, wrecked her car, and, you know, it was like, oh. and I said, hey, well, look at the good side. You're going to get a new car, and she was like, that's a weird thing to think, but you know what? Now they got the new car. It's really nice, and so I was like, I was just thinking, you know, you can always look for good, and you can always see good in every situation, when you're a believer, you know that God's working to help you to be more patient. Now, it's not going to always be easy to be thankful, and 
We know that we're going to experience trials in life. We're going to experience difficulties. And in fact, the Bible doesn't promise immunity from pain and sorrow in this life. In fact, the Bible tells us as Christians, we should know that trials are going to come. 1 Peter 4, 12, he said, Do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice. See, when trials come in your life, don't think, why am I having a trial? You know, sometimes we, we can just... You know, something bad happens. We're like, oh, God, you don't love me. You let something happen. You know, we can. But the reality is sometimes we need to have some things stirred up in our life because maybe we're on the wrong path and God wants to change directions. He wants us to, to see the truth about where we're at. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will.